Gordon gives South Florida a major blowjob. This is an ABC News special report. So what's next for Senator John McCain with the presidential election behind him? McCain quickly returned to something much closer to normal life. He was cited for urinating in public. Listen to what he said. My friends, I screwed up. Uh, my defense wouldn't work. What would you do? A senior aide says McCain also dressed in traditional Muslim attire, carrying a machine gun and sporting an afro. We'll be right back with more headline news. Spoke of Brit, and this is the Britney Summers Show. He's got a big old and quite insane. The rice patty sells, put water on his brain. Right, and it bothers me at night. I wanna know what John McCain keeps in his enormous cheeks. I wanna know what John McCain keeps in his enormous cheeks. Is he storing the peanuts by the pound? And little Dennis Curtis hasn't been around. <laughs> What could he be hiding? Many he could be residing. Who else could we be finding? Always clenches his teeth and doesn't swallow what he eats. I wanna know what John McCain keeps in his enormous cheeks. I wanna know what John McCain keeps anyway, uh, in his enormous cheeks. Yeah, John McCain. Won't see him no more. He died? Yeah, he died. And I'm coming in kind of late on this, but I got so many bits from the uh, 2008 campaign that uh, this is going to be a clearinghouse of John McCain bits. This will be the, not only will they have buried John McCain, but I'm going to bury these comedy bits, and this will be your last chance to hear all of them, because I won't have any reason to play them anymore. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. Thanks for being patient, everybody, and I hope you had a uh, nice Label Day uh, weekend. Uh, We had a nice one. Uh, It was relaxing. It was restful. Uh, We were supposed to go to a uh, Democratic uh, picnic, which they have yearly. It's an annual thing where all the Democratic clubs uh, around the county uh, have an annual picnic, but um, unfortunately, it was canceled because... Gordon gives South Florida a major blowjob. Yeah, we got blowed, but good, because uh, although it wasn't a hurricane, the weather was particularly nasty. And uh, I'd have to say that we dodged a bullet with that storm. A late developing uh, tropical and a hurricane storm. Uh, at this stage, uh, it's uh, still crossing the Gulf. That'll give you an idea when this show is being recorded uh, because I won't have time later this week. So I'm doing it and now. And best of luck to everybody on the Gulf Coast. Uh, maybe it won't turn into a hurricane. Perhaps it'll just uh, uh, remain a tropical storm, which is pretty nasty, but it's not deadly. It's just uh, nasty. So speaking of dodging a bullet, uh, we dodged another one after the primary. Uh, good news, or should I do the bad news first? No, I'll do the good news. The good news is Andrew Gillum oh! won the nomination heard across the nation. Uh, and uh, Gwen Graham, uh, she uh, didn't do so well. No. And for those of you who heard the last show, uh, I was pretty close. I was pretty close. And the most wonderful news for me, because I was all alone on this, is that you won't see Philip Levine no more. You won't see him no more. Oh! Oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 
means other than the Mueller investigation, I can uh, kind of put this uh, to the side. But uh, I have to, you have to keep in mind, though, I got a lot of listeners in Kiev, and uh, this is their anthem. This, they love this. So, <laughs> yeah, now we have a, a black candidate for governor of Florida. Which is fresh and new and exciting, and oh, the uh, epithets are starting to fly. Oh no. This is going to be a race race, a racial race. A bigot against a black progressive. That's why all eyes will be on this uh, uh, goober notorial race. Not only is DeSantis a, 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 a Trump acolyte, he is a, a dyed in the wool, uh, racist, bigot, uh, right wing. Neanderthal, mouth-breathing douchebag. And if it hasn't been scrubbed already, he was. uh, there are two sites. One was a Facebook page, and there was another website, I I don't know the name of it, it's probably gone now, uh, that were a white supremacist website. So one was the Facebook page, and it might still be up there, that he he was an administrator of it. Uh, He didn't put it up, but he was an admin. Well, maybe he did put it up, I don't know. But that's what we're that's what we're up against for the next couple months here, so expect more robocalls from uh, white supremacist groups. Uh, by the way, there is a app for your phone called Mister Number. Since there is no oversight for uh, people disturbing your life, uh, calling your uh, cell phone, uh, Mister Number works pretty good because. Uh, depending on what smartphone you have, th- th- you only have a limited amount of space of blocking numbers. You can only block so many, but Mr. Number is limitless. So uh, there's a public service announcement for my audience out there. Mr. Number. I've been using it for months. So far, so good. <clears throat> and it does block the calls once you block them. And you can report them as spam. So, yeah, we're going to get that or we're going to get... Uh, He's a Negro. He's black. You know, we're going to get, we'll go, go through that Obama stuff again. Because as we all know, there are no white assholes, right? <laughs> the fascist takeover is uh, moving at a snail's pace, baby step after baby step. But that's how it works. That's how the takeover begins. Very slowly, unnoticeable. And speaking of that, the Kavanaugh hearings are going on as I speak. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. But right now... We've got the uh, Democrats. I don't see any notes here. I don't see any people. Walk out of the goddamn... Just walk out. Don't even honor this by showing up. Just go away. If you had any balls at all, which you don't, don't show up. You need a quorum for this sort of thing. So don't give them one. Instead, you're giving them a quarrel. I said I, said I wasn't going to talk about it this week, but I can't... And, and then they have this uh, Fred Gutenberg from uh, Parkland. By now you've all seen this. picture. Famous. Now it's a historically famous picture of uh, Fred Gutenberg, whose daughter was slaughtered in the massacre at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. And he extended his hand to this uh, Kavanaugh bastard and said, uh, I am the father of uh, one of the deceased kids, at whatever it was. Nothing threatening, nothing is probably... He said uh, later on that he was uh, going to express his hope that he would focus on the uh, gun laws or restrict uh, ownership for children, whatever whatever he had on his mind. But Kavanaugh is getting over a million dollars in promotions from NRA, and he turned away from him like the creep that he is, the soulless bastard that he is. Like all, all Republicans, a soulless, heartless bastard. You can't be a Republican. If you have any principles, scruples, uh, any kind of morality, no. But you, you, you posture on those things, and you, you uh, hold the flag and Jesus close to your heart while you're uh, you act as a scoundrel. Then you could be a Republican. That's how it works. And in fairness, there's a few Democrats there, but not many. Not right now. Pretty much uh, Republicans have cornered the market on skullduggery and skullfuckery. You've got to be. One cold-hearted bastard, one disgusting low-life subhuman prick, to turn your face away from somebody who just lost their child. But that's okay. That's a Republican way, and they'll uh, hide behind Christ. Well, Jesus and the Bible and all that, because it comes in handy. Uh huh. But like I said, we're going to talk about that. It's it's in such chaos right now. K a o s chaos. 
that uh, it, it's pointless until uh, all is said and done. Hopefully by next week. Uh, and it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good, boys and girls. It looks like uh, if we take back both houses, <laughs> hopefully, in uh, November, uh, they could file impeachment proceedings against this uh, soulless douchebag who's probably a member of Opus uh, Opus 1. <laughs> I mean, Opus Day. <laughs> it ain't like Sammy K. Hey, hey, hey. It's Opus Day. I think I did a bit about that, and I don't know where it is. Anyway, I'm not going to opine on it any further until next week's show. Other than that, these are fascist, racist slime. Every single goddamn one of them. And the thing about McCain, <clears throat> and anybody's listening to this show and to Neil Rogers uh, before this, uh, I'm no stranger to uh, poking fun at McCain. Well, I did more than poke fun at him. And I should point out that... Uh, <laughs> Um, because it was John McCain passed away, it went relatively unnoticed that Neil Simon died. Yeah, Neil Simon died, I think, the same day as John McCain. So uh, who do you feel more sorry about? Uh, Neil Simon... Or John McCain? John McCain or Neil Simon? I don't know. Well, Neil Simon, he, 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 he's been sick a long time. He hasn't been active for many, many years. And actually, you know, other than uh, your show of shows and uh, The Odd Couple, uh, I wasn't into, what was it, Prisoner Second Avenue, which was weak. Um, but, uh, yeah, The Odd Couple. And <laughs> getting back to uh, McCain, I will say up front, that the person they buried last week, uh, John McCain, that was the last of the Republicans. The person they put in the ground was the remaining. That was all you'll see of the Republican Party ever again, because what they have now is the Nazi fascist party. And I'm not. And, and that's one thing I gotta say about McCain, in a positive light, is that with all the uh, material I've written about him and produced and all that stuff. He was not a Nazi fascist. He was uh, he was American. He believed in this country, but uh, he was a nut, and he was a nutcase from from when he was a kid, a spoiled brat. I'm not going to backtrack on what I've been saying all these years. That's uh, because it's true. Uh, John McCain is the kind of guy like if you met him, you'd say, oh, "What a what a sweetheart! What a nice man!" He was a very amiable, very. Uh, Statesmanly, uh, polite gentleman. When you when you when you would meet him, okay. Uh, but his policies, whoa! Not until Trump got in, then he started uh, sliding down the slope. He, uh 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 uh, because he knew who Trump was. His boyfriend Lindsay, on the other hand, I think is being teased with a uh, attorney general spot, although he can't take it because, uh, I, <laughs> oh, imagine that hearing. Imagine that hearing. He'd have to come out that he's gay. He would have to actually come out of the closet if Trump wanted to appoint him as uh, attorney general. Which uh, That's why it was the sudden change of heart about Trump. Uh, for two years, he was just trashing Trump day after day. Now he, Trump is a, another, a, he's a godlike figure to Lindsey Graham. Who's so gay, he has to have lead in the soles of his shoes so he doesn't float away. So if uh, the White House squatter gets rid of Sessions and in exchange wants to appoint uh, Lindsey Graham, he has to go through approval hearings. And for that, you know what's going to come out? He's very much so, aren't you, Lindsay? Gay, fairy, gay, fairy, gay, fairy, gay. You fairy. Uh, the nice part was uh, every dignitary that uh, John McCain encountered, uh, including former presidents, showed up at that funeral. And uh, <laughs> who would have thought George Bush would be refreshing to look? <laughs> who would have thought? I know I wouldn't have thought that. I still say he's a war criminal. Millions of Iraqis have died under his watch and uh, several 
thousand American GIs for nothing, nothing, and they're still over there. Again, that was that was something that McCain was all about. Coming up, I got a comedy bit I wrote when, and maybe you'll remember this because it wasn't all that long ago uh, during the Iraq War, in the middle of the uh, fire battles and the killing and the, and the invasion that took place by us. Uh, John McCain went over there and went shopping. <laughs> Look, there, there's nothing going on here. This is why I called him Insane McCain. I'm chopping through the streets. The cameramen are following him. You could probably find the video on, on uh, YouTube of him shopping through the streets of Iraq. Through What, what was it? Uh, Baghdad. He was shopping through Baghdad. Here, Here's a wallet and here, here's uh, some hats. <laughs> Nothing much going on here. Uh, yeah, I think that will be uh, coming up next. But let's not forget that uh, with everything that's being said about him being a prisoner of war, and yes, uh, the Hanoi Hotel, that was uh, that was torture. Yeah, he did fight against that with, went, uh, with Bush and Cheney. That I'll give him. But uh, <laughs> he didn't have to be a POW. That's the thing. that the, they, They're going to leave that out of all of the uh, documentaries and biographies. He, he didn't have to be a POW. He did not have orders to go into that area and uh, strafe villages. That was his problem the whole time he was a pilot in the Navy. He wouldn't take orders because his father was the admiral. And you know who I am, why I'm John McCain. And back then he was a, a really good looking guy. It's hard to imagine that. Uh, if you saw, then it's easy. You see the pictures of him in the 60s. He was a handsome fella. Uh, that didn't last long. I guess the POW time took that away. But uh, he was married and he was banging skirts left and right behind her. And then she was in an auto accident, Carol. McCain, uh, and she got disfigured and fat. Uh, he dumped her. But that's the uh, Republican uh, family values way. Anyway, that's what Gingrich did, kind of. Uh, so he dumped Carol and married Cindy. But at the same time, he was uh, banging this uh, stripper called Marie the Flame. That was the girl on the side that he couldn't marry because, well, she was a stripper. But yeah, he flew into that. Uh, I, I forgot the name of the. When he flew, it was over a lake. And that's when they shot him down. He was getting warnings from the ship. Do not go into that area. Do not engage. And he engaged and he got shot down and became a POW. So I don't know. I mean, they probably don't know what he was trying to prove. Maybe he was going to win the entire Vietnam conflict single-handedly. Who knows what was on his mind, but that's what he did. In addition to, in 1967... When he was, he got very angry because he had to wait in line to take off from the deck of the USS Forrestal. And uh, he had a tantrum because don't you know who he is? He was John McCain. He was Admiral McCain's boy. And uh, you have, you can't, you just can't jump in a plane on an aircraft carrier and take off. No, you have to wait for, you have to wait for the order to take off. And he didn't want to do that. He wanted to, he wanted to go in front of the line. He didn't want to wait in line. So he got very upset. He had a tantrum, popped the canopy and kicked something wrong. Two of the Sidewinder missiles dislodged and uh, blew up the fantail of the USS Forrestal, uh, killing 133 men. And you won't, see, I don't know, maybe they'll mention it in his biographies. Uh, I doubt it, because the ones I've seen uh, gloss over that. They all focus on the POW time, but not about the Forrestal. And if you're going to get this conspiracy uh, right wing, uh, how do you know? How do you know? I served on that ship. That's how I know. Normally, I don't tell my age. I'm 39, but I did serve on the USS Forrestal. And everywhere you are, not then, <laughs> not in 1967, but shortly before it was decommissioned, I was on the Forrestal. And it was called the USS Zippo because uh, it was just it had cracks in the hull. It was just being a bilge water everywhere. But everywhere you walked on that ship, and it's a mothballs now, but if you, if it's still around, I don't know if they, they scrapped it yet or not, but you'll see the plaques. There's plaques on every deck commemorating the loss of life that <laughs> John McCain did. By accident, by accident, but anybody else would have went into the brig for a long time. Anybody else would have been an American POW for doing that, but no, this was an admiral's son. But no, you don't hear about that. Oop, 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 oop. 
He was a great man. He was a great man. Well, okay, he was a kid back then. Granted, he was a little spoiled punk, and he did uh, pay the price for that as a POW. And uh, much like Ted Kennedy, uh, as a senator, in, in a Republican sense, he wanted to make up for the wrongs in his life by being the best senator he could. And that's what Ted, Ted Kennedy's uh, policies, uh, uh, all of the uh, work he did since he got elected. You wouldn't know it's the same guy that uh, ran uh, Mary Joe Kopechny off the bridge. And McCain, same thing. He had past ghosts that were haunting him. And in a, in a Republican sense, he was doing his job to make up for all that. Uh, and he ran for president twice. Uh, lost the first one, but the the second one he lost. He would have had a shot. He would have came close if it wasn't for the decision of what's the guy's name? Uh, Schmidt, uh, his campaign manager. Uh, here's a great idea. How about uh, Sarah Palin for for your running mate? And then it killed the campaign. Although after the campaign, McCain would never admit it, but she did. She murdered his campaign. It's like uh, here, John, you're doing pretty good in the polls. Here's something that will really put you over the top. Meet Sarah Palin. <laughs> Hi. Yes. I know, isn't this weird that I'm coming up to you in this maxi pad aisle? Um, my gut is telling me it might be a bad idea for the campaign. So do you ever think about uh, odor protection? It has always been an embarrassment. Did you know that only Stay Free has active odor control ingredients that stop odor before it begins? I, I don't know, but... Feminine odor. Nobody likes it. Tell me about it. I've been there. I know what the challenges are. Now you get four wall protection against leaks and odor neutralizers. Thanks, but no thanks. It's a part of the culture here in Alaska. I've just grown up with that. So the remainder of the show, as I said at the top, I'm going to uh, have an estate sale kind of sale. They're not for sale. I'm, I'm giving them away. All of my John McCain bits will be exhausted throughout the course of this show. Starting with this one about his uh, notorious affair with a stripper named Marie the Flame. Um, I'm a very old man, but back in the day, I banged a lot of dames when I got drunk. But only one had the most fun with my junk, and the stripper's name was Marie the Flame, my friends. Yes, I, I tell you this, my friends. When we were out on a date... I would use the bristles on my cheeks to scratch her itch from the burning yeast. And the stripper's name, my friends, was Marie the Flame. Yes, but see, back then when her jungle started burning, my friends, I would use both my cheeks like a soothing toy, my friends. But after a while, my stomach started turning. Guess you can figure out why. So I went back to being a Flyboy. And then when she passed away, uh, sadly all she had to say, my friends, was to have her ashes sent to me, and I keep them stored inside my cheeks. And the stripper's name was Marie the Flame, my friends. The stripper's name was Marie the Flame. And, and then I went on to crash five planes, my friends. Senator John McCain doesn't need throngs of cheering fans in Germany. John McCain has several supporters trying not to nod off right here in Ohio. Hello, my friends. I just ate a soft meal here at Klaus's Wiener and Schnitzel's, my friends, with my friend, Lindsey Graham. Hello. Yes, he's my Smithers. <laughs> I uh, enjoyed the meal, my friends. Especially my dessert of chocolate-covered Feldine. <laughs> After I eat, my friends, I, I like to sing when my diaper is full. <laughs> this old man, John McCain, he's got water on his brain. Yeah, I'm a whacked-out maniac who is much too old to campaign for anything. I I wish I could just go home. I need a nap. I'm tired, my friends. I, I can't beat that guy. You're listening to The Brit Summit Show. Who's got 
got water on his brain, Maverick John McCain. Sabotaging his campaign with Sarah, his companion, gambling with his age. Used to be a moderate who now and then disagreed. That's why the Republicans gave him the name of Maverick, Maverick John McCain. Ring the closing bell, economy's gone to hell. Deregulation, Maverick John McCain. Doddering old and gray, neocon all the way. Rented a Ford Maverick in 78. Brain cells rotting away, cancer all over his face. Drooling stinky custard on his chest. Cranky and elderly, puffy saddlebag cheeks. Maverick John McCain calls you his friend. Maverick John McCain is close to death. 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN, The Brit Summer Show. Am I being disrespectful? Yes. No, not really. I mean, just because somebody dies, you don't have to erase the history of what he did. Uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what we like to do. But one thing that, that impressed me about the passing of McCain and Aretha Franklin, nobody black and white except for Fox News. Nobody made her, their pictures black and white. You notice that's what they do. I guess the interns came up with this idea a couple of years ago. And now everybody who dies. And I first noticed this with uh, James Gandolfini of The Sopranos. When he passed away, suddenly, uh, all of his pictures online and, and in the media turned into black and white photos. I mean, well, you're dead now. You're dead now. So now all of your pictures will be in black and white. And everything you did is in black and white. Why? Because you're dead now. I guess that's the logic. <clears throat> and uh, you'll see this on the memorials, the uh, poorly put together memorials on the uh, Academy Awards and the Emmys. Uh, they're, <laughs> pictures are black and white. <laughs> People that uh, were around last week and have plenty of color photos and footage, but no, they uh, Photoshop it to black and white, which is easy to do. But it must be some kind of symbolic thing. Well, they're dead now. So everything they lived and existed for and accomplished in their life is, it's just black and white. So I, I didn't get to the bad news yet. We had a, a pretty good midterm primaries. Uh, most of the candidates I'm happy about, except for one. Uh, I support Andrew Gillum. And uh, if you heard the last show, I'm repeating myself. But uh, I really, really thought Gwen Graham would take it. Uh, and surprisingly, she did really bad. Uh, and I say surprisingly because her father was a very popular uh, and, and well-respected uh, governor and senator of this state. But again, she ain't daddy. So maybe people are getting uh, wise to the fact that apples don't always fall from the tree. And uh, she's supporting uh, Andrew Gillum. And if they're smart, if they're smart... And they'll make her uh, uh, Gillum's running mate if they're smart. But they've never, they've never done anything smart before. So that would be a, a novel and refreshing change if they did something smart. Gwen Graham as lieutenant governor would uh, seal it up. That would do it. You have uh, Florida's first black governor and Florida's first female lieutenant governor would be breaking the ceiling only because it's Florida. There would be a groundswell of motivation there, uh, a lot of support. And while well, it's not bad news, but it's not surprising news, uh, Democrats uh, did not show up. Very, very few. It was all Republican uh, uh, for the primary, so it doesn't matter really uh, for either party. But uh, again, the Democrats, a lot less showed up than Republicans. That's how they always remember this. Ladies and gentlemen and everybody within the sound of my voice and all the ships at sea, if the Democrats continue to stay home and not want to roll out of bed on that particular Tuesday, uh, bad things will happen upon you. Uh, buildings and safes and grand pianos will fall on your head. I mean, this is a warning shot. Uh, we got some good candidates in there, but uh, it wasn't a very big turn. It was a million five, I think, in the whole state or around there. Uh, that's not near enough. 
Yes. And during and and in November, you've got to get out. We need every Democrat to vote. You know how Gillum got in there is because uh, the MHD, the uh, the Parkland kids, uh, they campaigned for him. They got out there, they pounded the pavement, they knocked on doors, and uh, he actually won big uh, Broward County, where I am, way south, the Leon County, where he was uh, mayor of uh, Tallahassee, because the the kids went leaped into action, and that's who showed up at the. <laughs> the uh, 18-year-olds who their first chance to vote, they're making a count, and that's what got Gillum uh, nominated. So we've got them. I know they're going to vote. They're going to be active. But what we got is the uh, 25 and up, 25 to 54 demo that likes to uh, scratch their balls and stay home all day. That's what's going to lose it for us in the midterm, in the general of the midterm. So we need more Democrats out there voting. Please. God damn it. What's wrong with you? I don't know. If you don't vote, you're pro-Republican. That's that's the only answer. You want the Republicans to win. Because really, that's the only reason how. And another thing, all of this about the uh, Russian uh, tampering and uh, the uh, gerrymandering and the uh, voter suppression and all that. Do you know that all of the elections that, starting in 2000, starting 18 years ago, November, all of those elections were very close. They were as close as a pubic hair. So it was easy to cheat, which is what they do. That's the only way a, a Republican candidate can win is by cheating. Uh, I'll give you an example. Well, of course, you know, it, what was it, 155 votes apart? Uh, Bush v. Gore and Florida, something like that. Very minimal number. Uh, the uh, Electoral College for uh, Hillary and Trump, it was a very minimal number. And, and that's the way they win because Democrats don't show up in force, and the Republicans do. And that's how we get our asses handed to us. And we're going to get more than our asses handed to us because we're going to get hung, shot, executed, and put in uh, cages like they're doing to the Hispanic children now. It's going to happen if this Kavanaugh gets in there and Democrats don't show up. And don't think it won't because they it's a tiny amount it's only 30 percent 30 to being generous i could say 40 percent we're still the majority out there but they don't have a problem rolling out of bed in the morning they got no problem going to their polls going to their precincts and casting a vote we do and last week's a perfect example of that yeah it was a kind of a okay turnout but not big no was no groundswell. So let's hope that happens in November. If you care about your loved ones, if you care about this country, uh, because they're going to just, uh, Russians just going to move right in. Back channel my ass. They're not going to need Rand Paul to go back and forth on a plane to uh, deliver orders from Putin. And Putin can just uh, open a, a, another office next to Trump's. Or, or the, he could just take over the, the uh, White House. Whatever. You want it to happen? It will. And uh, all of the uh, speculation of when Mueller's going to release the report. First of all, here's my perspective on that. And I'm not going to say take. I hate that. My perspective is this. It's far from done. It's going to be an enormous report. And he's waiting till after the midterms. If he released it now, nothing will happen. It'll get thrown in the trash. It'll get shredded. With the uh, treasonous Republicans we have in office right now, they're not going to care. They're getting a check. They're getting a check. That's all they care. They're getting a check. They're going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. Fuck everybody else. That's their attitude. But not, but not on TV. Oh, they care deeply about their constituency in this country. No, they don't. Republicans are greedy, nasty, dirty-ass motherfuckers, each and every one of them. I don't want to be coy about it. <laughs> but here's... Here, okay, I'm going to finally get to what I was going to say. The bad news is, in the state of Florida, we have a crisis going on. We have what's called a uh, toxic green algae bloom that's killing uh, sea life and fish and manatees and flipper. Uh, by the thousands, by the thousands, they're floating up. They're just stinking up the uh, waterways and the beaches uh, on both coasts, mainly on the west coast, on the, in the Gulf part. But uh, it's happening here. It's happening in the freshwater areas, too. Why? Because it's polluted bilge that the uh, sugar industry and other industries are just bah, pumping into the water. Who cares? And one of the lobbyists for those industries, 
in favor of what they do, uh, was nominated on the Democratic side. Uh, she's going to put a stop to this. Yes, Nikki Freed. She's going to solve all of our problems because she's a lobbyist and knows what to do. Meanwhile, we had a uh, biological scientist who absolutely knows how to solve this crisis. Uh, but no, no, no. Let's get a lobbyist in there. Yeah, we like the way things are. And towards her very short campaign, what a dirty bitch. Uh, she, she started uh, outing him as gay, which he is. But, that, but why does that matter for an agriculture commissioner? Well, we don't want a gay agriculture commissioner. Let's put a lobbyist in. <laughs> what, what's the difference what his, his or her sexuality is when it comes to our farming or agriculture? This is a scientist we're talking about who knows his stuff and knows how to fix these problems. Nope. Nope. Let's put a 30-something brunette in there that uh, was, was a lobbyist so she can uh, collect checks from Big Sugar, uh, the Fangul family, and... Uh, and write business for the next few years. Who cares? Let the fish die. We got someone in there who's pretty. Yay! Welcome to Florida. What is it exactly that the VP does? The Republican convention is now over, and I'd like to thank you all for coming. My friends. For those who saw it on TV, we made it clear the GOP stands for nothing. Meandering about the room were shudding fat ladies and pasty cocks who want a little Christian girl to rule the world. What we've heard from John McCain is Barack Obama's too young, Barack Obama's too experienced, blah, 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 blah. So what does he do? I am very pleased to introduce to you Sarah Palin of the great state of Alaska. Governor of Alaska, that's a state that has 13 people and some caribou. For the benefit of Jesus Christ, I've got to give the fascist right another term. And my friends, Sarah Palin's got the look I like, so I won't mind when I hide behind her skirt. If the phone should ring at 3 a.m. with a national emergency, I hope I'm not having my nightly nightmares of Vietnam. <laughs> What is it exactly that the VP does? Senator John McCain on American Pop Culture. Barack Obama fancies himself a pop star like Britney Spears or Donna Summer. My friends, but he's no Eddie Fisher or Fabian. Why, he's not even close to David Cassidy or Leif Garrett. He's homeless now. That's why I let him live in one of my cheeks. Now, I may not be Ricky Nelson, but oh, I'm with it, toots. I'm trucking in the groove like far out, man. Sock it to me. <laughs> My staff is presently teaching me how to use the Univac. Let's face it, my friends. Barack Obama isn't sexy as Farrah Fawcett or funny as John Viner. Having a pop culture president like Mark Lindsay or Davy Jones is not the kind of change we can believe in, my friends. <laughs> That's why I'm casting my vote for Pat Paulson my friends. He's John McCainiac, the guy that Bush stabbed in the back. One day he's Republican and the next day Democrat. He's John McCainiac. He served his country well and was a POW. But in 2000 Bush called him a traitorous to do. He called his wife a druggie and trashed his daughter too. And now McCain supporting him, hugging, kissing, Support the little stinker, cause John McCainy. We talking about the Janey. John McCainy. Thank 
goodness, it's fun when Brittany Summers on the Brit Summers Show. I was walking along the streets of Baghdad, and I didn't seem at all surprised. Flash, bam, Allah, bazam, everything seemed so nice. I was walking around the city of Baghdad, leisurely strolling through the streets, and wham, bam, well I'll be damned. I found my vacuums hiding in my cheeks. In Vietnam, I was held prisoner. They fed me rice and broken glass. After five years of abuse living in solitude, I was starting to doubt by the time I got out of McCain's tortured brain went insane. I was walking along the streets of Baghdad with military guards at my side. There were some bangs from guns, but why be so blocked outside of a couple bombing suicides in the place where we illegally occupied bag dad why it looks just fine through the rainbow shades on my eyes 95.3 fm 1470 wwnn there's lots more to come uh, the second portion of this show if you want to stay tuned for those of you uh, driving around with your windows down if i may borrow a jim bandages phrase I'll see you next week on 95.3 FM, 1470, WWW NN. I'm John McCain, my friend, Jacob. I approve of this song. Don't plan on me living, my friends, because I'm not in the best of health. My chipmunk cheeks are bigger, and I don't feel that well, my friends. My chipmunk cheeks are bigger and my mouth never feeling that well. When I'm all done living, I want you to go to hell. You're gonna be living in hell, yes. Feel like you're living in hell. Cause when I die and when I'm gone, you're gonna have a dumb bitch hockey mom who'll be the most powerful leader in the world to carry on, my friend. See, my, my supporters want to kill him, but he's, uh, he's not an Arab, my friend. For an intellectual spot, so that one is, uh, I guess you could say, is a decent man. Never mind what I say, my prisoners, I'm a cranky brain dead man. The maverick is slipping, I'm a cranky brain dead man with not long to go. Here I go now, my cheeks are swelling. Change my diaper, baby. Don't spread the wealth, children. Spread this. Don't spread the wealth. No, just give it to me. I'm riddled with deadly cancer. I'm suffering from Alzheimer's. But I'm all the rednecks got to keep the White House wide. And when I die, my friends, when I'm dead, dead and gone, my friends, you're going to have a dumb bitch hockey mom who will be the most powerful leader in the world. Yeah. Carry on, my friends. License to thrill. It's Brit Summers. Bumping over with fun. As a jet pilot, John McCain, he wasn't all that great at flying a plane. When he went up, the very first time, he got tangled up in power lines. (laughs) Out of control in his early days, John McNasty became his new name. He was partying with Kenny at the getting played by his girlfriend stripper, Marie the Flame. 899 flight training class But John McCain He finished last While other guys tried Learning to fly a jet Their classmate John McCain Was placing bets On another flight In a T2 Buckeye He was flying too slow And way too high 
His engine flamed out and he went into a dive. He tried to start up again as he fell from the sky. Over Vietnam, he ignored the radar warnings and continued to bomb. He augured into a lake when they shot off his wings, but the cane survived by inflating his cheeks. A1 Sky Raider, A4 Skyhawk, John McCain, he crashed them all. He no longer flies the doddering old putts, now he only rides on the bull shooting bus. The Brit Summer Show. That's the show you're listening to on FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com. I don't know why Brad Freeman doesn't say .com. I guess you don't have to say .com. So let me let me start from the top. FYI Nation, GDPR Revolution 99, <laughs> SoFlo Radio. Uh, I'm trying to leave off the .coms. The Brit Summer Show, Patreon, TuneIn, Stitcher. And of course, uh, did I mention the Brit Summer Show? Which brings you SoundCloud.com. <laughs> you know, I recently, uh, and I should run the spot. I recently did a, a promo spot for uh, one of the local clubs in this area. And uh, <laughs> I got called out because, well, I'll tell you what it was. It was OPDC.club. That's that's all you got to know. And then I got an email. You know, How's anybody going to find it without putting the HTTP? colon forward slash forward slash www and i didn't even bother with it because uh, nobody does that anymore i haven't done that uh, jesus what since uh 99 99 as i said revolution 99.com uh <laughs> so when you're writing ad copy now you don't have to put the www dot that's for uh people 95 and up who, who don't know what it is So I let it ride and, uh, oh, here's the spot. Are you bored by politics? Not worth your time getting involved? Then here's some breaking news. The Oakland Park Democratic Club puts the party in political party. Special events, prominent speakers, galas, and above all, free food. All are welcome to the Oakland Park Democratic Club and you don't even have to live there. Check it out third Monday night of every month. For more information, go to opdc.club. That's opdc.club. The Oakland Park Democratic Club. Making politics. Part of the reason I wrote that spot that way is because uh, as political clubs go, if you want to get engaged and join them, uh, this particular club is uh, a lot of fun. That's, that's why I'm still there. It's a, it's a blast. In fact, at the last meeting, <laughs> I played the drums. <laughs> there was a drum set sitting there, so I picked them, I pick up the sticks and I uh, started riffing on the drums. So uh, anybody who does think that politics is boring, it's snot. It depends because there are boring clubs. There are clubs that are like uh, put you in a coma. Uh, several in this area, I might add. I'm not going to mention which ones. But uh, if you have a good time, if you party it up, and uh, there's no reason not to get engaged with politics, it can be a good time. And I do enjoy those particular meetings because they're uh, lively and they're fun. Uh, and uh, and the other ones, the women's clubs as well. Uh, they're, the ones I've been to are a lot of fun. Plus, uh, the food is free. Well, not at the women's club. But the food is free at Oakland Park, so yeah. Why not? If the free food just for that alone, you should go. And I know I'm wasting my breath here because this show goes all over. I'm, I'm big in Kiev, so why am I mentioning local things? Uh, I want to thank, speaking of that, everybody, and, and one person in particular, uh, very, very generous and gracious contributions. Thank you! Thank you for all those cards and letters. You yeah, thank you. Uh, it really <clears throat> motivates me to keep on doing this thing. Uh, because uh, there comes moments when it's like, why am I bothering? Why am I banging my head against the microphone? Uh, like Mike Malloy does. Anybody who listens to the Mike Malloy show, uh, I wouldn't want to be his microphone. He, on a regular basis, he breaks it. Uh, talk about talk about drama on the air. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I'd like to get animated that, if, like that too, but not if I'm going to break a $400 microphone. 
No, this is not a $400 microphone. This is a $300 microphone that I had when I, I, I bought it when I had an income. And I, I was too cheap to go the extra 100 bucks and get an EV. No, <laughs> this is a, 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 an AKG. And I don't like it because it pops and clicks and poops. But eh, it's, it's giving me good service. I used it to, uh, on a lot of the singing bits, I actually used it for singing. And on certain bits, just for authenticity, I used a Shure 50, uh, which is what uh, a lot of the early bands did. Uh, that's all they had was a Shure 50. And, uh, and they still make them. It's a durable microphone, but you, it's not a good idea to do a... Uh, although, although when George and I did SoFloRadio.com, that's what we used. My old Shure 50s, which I had a dozen of them in a the box. But uh, no, this is a, a, a AKG mic, and uh, eh, it's okay. But I'm, I'm not going to break it like Mike Malloy. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. He shows a panic to tune into. Uh, it'll start off calm, and it's what I call a slow burn. <laughs> he goes into a rage, and one way or another, he'll break his microphone. But you're not going to hear that here. No. How the hell did I get off on that tangent? <laughs> Ah, uh, looks like I'm going to have to play another uh, Evergreen. <laughs> or, hey, how about a John McCain bit? Hello, my friends. I'm John McCain, your candidate for smart shopping with Super Shaver deals. This week, my friends, save on prunes with Sunsweet, packaged or strained, your democratic choice. Only $900. And uh, uh, buy two... And uh, get one free with your Super Shaver card. Still constipated, my friends. Save on applesauce. My personal favorite, Plutz applesauce. On sale this week with coupon. Oh, and it seems, uh... Excuse me, ma'am. Will somebody, uh... uh, Clean up on, uh... uh, 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 Yeah, but, uh... But, uh, anyway, I'm John McCain, and I approve of the Super Saver deals at Food Fair. Uh, oh, oh, it hurts when I move. You found the place for trans-substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. His campaign is country first, but they fail to say which one. John and Sarah can solve our foreign policy problems at the drop of a bomb. If this racist nation puts this dumbass in, then you can color us gone. Crash McCain, you don't want him driving. Crash McCain, this country in a ditch. Crash McCain. The worst pilot ever, Crash McCain, and her soccer mama bitch. Crash McCain, what a crappy pilot. Crash McCain, my lazy augured in. Crash McCain, somehow he survived it. Crash McCain, that's not good news for us. What is it exactly that the VP does? Senator John McCain on the economy. Hello, my friends. My top economic advisor, Enron criminal and subprime swindler, Phil Graham, made some comments that are not representative of mine. You're not a country of whiners. In fact, it's my view that this recession is psychological. Which is to say, you're all psycho, my friends. This is all just a figment of your imagination. 
It's all in your head, my friends. What America needs to do is start dreaming nice dreams, my friends. It's just your imagination. No, my friends, it's not the economy. Don't think in terms of reality, my friends. That's not change we can believe in. Uh -huh. I'm John McCain, and it's not clear to me if I approve this ad or, or not. Did you... Uh, 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 uh. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. After blinklessly heated staring negotiations between Russia and incoherent vice presidential nominee Sarah Palin, Russia's top operatives have been reactivated. Natasha! Oh, there you are, darling. Fearless leader says we are being spied on by Governor Mir from Alaska. Darling, that's not hard. Perhaps, but we don't like being stared at. She looks from a window on the island. Don't worry, darling. Worry? She is about to take Washington. Anybody can take Washington. <laughs> yes, but I have a plan. And that is? Allow me to introduce exploding snowshoes. What do we do next? We hire Boots and Squirrel as lobbyists to give snowshoes to Governor Milf as gift. <laughs> but precisely how the snowshoes work, I must figure out. You will. Perhaps if I put them on like this... Will the villains follow through with their plan? Stay tuned to our next episode, Sarah Through the Looking Glass, or Alaska Palin and the Kingdom of the Crystal Nest. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Palin Hoar from Alaska. Palin Hoar from Alaska. Hoar from Alaska. Married to an Eskimo. Hoar from Alaska. A hockey mopping bow. Sarah stumbled through some colleges after leaving Idaho. She met a guy named Todd who's a drunken Eskimo. She modeled in her bathing suit in a local beauty show. Then she got a gig in the media broadcasting for sport holes. She ran to be the mayor in a town of 52. Then became the governor of a state where the girls are few. She kept the money for the earmarks that she got approved. And Sarah named her children Trick and Track and Diggity Doo. Where the bathtubs are filling up with crank in Wasilla. Or from Alaska, married to an Eskimo. Or from Alaska, a hockey bumping boat. It's the certifiably insane. <laughs> John McKay, singing his way into the hearts of voters across the country. Bum, 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 Anyway, uh, I think Iran is a great threat. The uh, Iranians are continuing their efforts to acquire a nuclear weapon. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, bum, 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 after a restful vacation in the Middle East paradise of Iraq, he packed a bag, Dad, and his cheeks to embark on a Beach Boy straitjacket tour. Wouldn't it be nice to have mutually assured destruction so everyone can have bombs fall on their head? As your overlord, I will have no compunction to thank you for your vote by making you dead. <laughs> it's not nice to poke fun at the mentally handicapped, so let the old man wear out the war hero welcome mat. My brain sunk down to my cheeks, <laughs> where I stored nuts and many other things. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of room for my wallet, car keys, and even a, a wristwatch. <laughs> Ain't I a crazy a-hole? McCain's message is clear. If you listen carefully to the voices inside his cheeks. God only knows when we're getting Armageddon. <laughs> they're my cigarettes. They're my cigarettes. They're my cigarettes. They're my cigarettes.
You have been listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYI Nation, GDPR Revolution 99, SoFlo Radio, the Brit Summer Show, Patreon, TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. With free downloads, thanks to the generosity of my listeners. And I do mean that because uh, they charge you every month and that gets paid on a regular basis. Uh, so they're there for free downloads. Uh, forgive me for not uh, taking off the dated ones, but uh, maybe on a historical discovery, uh, you, you might find it interesting. Uh, I'm going to keep the ones on there where I'm saying that it was going to be either Grandma Gillum. Yay! Oh! I hope my predictions are right uh, for the uh, midterm general. So uh, we'll just have to keep our legs crossed for that. Uh, So uh, I'll be here again next week. How about that? Isn't that interesting? Yes, uh, I will have another show for you right here to be uh, downloaded and laughed at or ridiculed, uh, what have you. In the meantime, this is Britt Summerson. That's the way I see the world from here. Until next time, thanks for voting. Thanks for voting.